What's up? Uh, nothing much. How how's the heat down there? Did it calm down? Yeah, it it absolutely did. It's lovely now. I mean, it's like eighty every day, zero clouds. I mean, it really is the perfect summer weather when it's not acting a uh, an absolute fool. Nice. And then how's the planetary stuff treating you? Well, that's the whole other story. Um, You know, just there's so much going on astrologically, um, the moon, the energies. There's all sorts of gateways and eclipses. And I mean, it's just a cluster. And so um, a lot of people are feeling the energy. They're feeling... um, Everybody's different, but how I can sum it up for the last probably three weeks, what I've been feeling is listless. Like, I don't really have mm-hmm. the ambition. I don't really want to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've also got these big ideas. And so when inspiration strikes, it's like, you know, I have to get stuff done. Boom, boom, boom. But then I'm like, but I don't want to do that. So it's, it's, it really is, it's jacked up. So we've got a new moon tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully after three days, that energy will ebb. And then we've got this serious gateway on August 8th. And then after that, hopefully things will calm the fuck down. So Yeah. So this this new moon we're having is a new moon in Cancer. And mm-hmm. so it's supposed to be very gentle. So I'm looking forward to that because some moons... Um, some new moons can be rough on me. I don't get enough sleep. Uh, happens with full moons too. It just depends on the energy. So yeah, um, yeah. But otherwise, yeah. It, it, you know, and I love it when they say you know that that Cancer moons are gentle, right? Because they are. Cancer Cancer is a gentle energy. Not mm-hmm. for a Capricorn. It's the opposite. <laughs> and for me, that shit brings up stuff uh, where I'm like. Like, screw you feelings go away screw you emotions bite me so um yeah so that's what it's doing it's turning me into a freaking mm. <laughs> just a yeah it's it's been a rough one mm. all right now and you mentioned how it had affected you so a little bit just in dreams mostly that my dreams are always what's most affected uh yeah yeah you'd mentioned that it's been okay though i haven't had any like I had a couple weird dreams a few weeks ago, but like uh, Karen Kilgariff says, nobody cares about your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> How does it affect your your like productivity with, at work and stuff? Not not as not really not not very much. No, that's it good. only truly affects me if I can't get enough sleep. That's you know, and then I'm tired, and then I don't want to do anything. Then I just want to nap all day. But yeah, otherwise I've been okay. The only thing I did notice was. Um, a few days ago I went into meditation and I swear it was I thought it was 15 minutes and it had been an hour and I'm like what just happened time it was time warp time jumping is that what's happening really weird time warp which I've never really experienced before and it kind of just it just I just thought it was crazy so um but otherwise otherwise it's been okay all right excellent excellent 
All right. Uh, what uh, upcoming events, classes do we have coming up? On Saturday, July 24th, 9 a.m. PST. I don't even know what I was thinking. Um, and But which also is 12 noon EST. Um, I have the workshop for intuitives. Um, there are only two classes that I'm going to be doing from now on live. And this is one of them, workshop for intuitives and workshop for empaths, which happens on September 11th. Hmm. It is $22 to attend and it will be recorded for download um, for um, anybody who can't make it and wants to um, experience this. And I designed it to deepen your understanding of your natural intuitive abilities and to strengthen your ability to communicate with your spirit guides. So we're going to get into all sorts of things like identifying your your strongest clear ability and then learn some techniques to help you Um, become sort of a clear channel in guides and messages and working with your spirit guide so it's going to be a good class sounds great yeah yeah uh i finished my live uh runs of the shadow work classes but they are shadow work 101 102 103 are now all available for download if you did miss the live ones so you can um, grab that and all that's going to be linked on the bottom of our page. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, one thing before we get started, I just did want to put it out there. We are now on TikTok. Yes, we are. Yes. And so we'll be posting some fun stuff. I think that's where we're going to probably share like some personal stories, personal experiences with, you know, with all anything, channeling ghost whatever experiences we had we're gonna just fun stuff make it interesting i know joe started sharing about moldavite which is great um so yes we're gonna just anything we're just gonna put it out there so if you don't already follow us we are now on there we're just under esoterics podcast super easy to find us listen i was anti-tick anti-talk all of it i was like no i'm not doing that it's time waster but honestly it's addictive and making little videos is fun and then when i get on there and i see just the the stupid nonsense that people put on there and i'm just laughing the whole time i'm like oh my god my brain is gonna turn to mush but um, it's a good time tiktok it's ridiculous you can balance what you follow is what i found works for me because i i follow some silly stuff but i also follow some uh I love following accounts that talk about like little bits of history, like unknown history. Oh, that's history. a cool idea. Women's history, especially. Of course, you do anyway. You. I yeah, <laughs> I love that stuff. So yeah, so I I try to balance my my following in that way, <laughs> so I'm not completely just turning my brain into mush. You know, and I do too. I just don't think of it because I'd rather laugh. I love. I would rather mm-hmm. laugh and be entertained. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. Uh, good I'll idea. send you some. Good, I'll okay. send you some that are both. It's both educational and fun. I'll send you. I'll send you some. You'll All right, me. you'll have to be my balance there. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, but why do I want to watch this guy dunk hot dogs? Why? Why do I have to watch? Oh God, <laughs> dumb. Uh, okay, so hey, tell everybody what we're talking about today. Okay, so today we are talking about how conspiracy theories and QAnon have infiltrated the spiritual and the wellness community. It's such an important conversation to have you guys. And honestly, um, we need to get into all of it. Yeah. So Joe and I have actually been talking about this since before we started the podcast. Yep. Like this was one of the reasons why I wanted to have a podcast. Mm-hmm. It bonded us. 
<laughs> yeah. Conspiracy wacko bonded us. <sighs> yeah. Okay. And first, I just got to say, like, I used to believe in some conspiracy theories because back in the day, like <laughs> pre-Donald Trump, uh, conspiracy theories were kind of fun, like right. chem chemtrails and Elvis being alive and just different uh, the the stuff about uh, Paul McCartney um, getting the switched Beatles out. The Beatles never point. existed. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All these. Uh, they were fun. They didn't they didn't necessarily hurt anyone. There was no big deal. And then what happened was Trump and actually through the help of his associate, Roger Stone, Roger Stone went in um, and linked up with Alex Jones, who was we all know who that wacko is. Yep. He's the one Info who you know, carried Infowars. Douchebag. Yeah. yeah. And 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 they they like clung to each other. And he Roger Stone used Alex Jones audience and used that as a as a way to propel Trump. They put him on this thing of like, oh, this guy's the guy that's with you. He's here to help bring out, you know, the the conspiracy of the elites and to help, quote unquote, drain the swamp and all this stuff. And so he he they use that they use the conspiracy theory believer community against themselves rush limbaugh as well so you know between between rush limbaugh and alex jones i mean they're literally two of the most heinous most foul disgusting human beings on the face of the earth with the things that they would push and you know with sandy hook and you know just Mm -hmm. the things that they would say yeah, it, it just it fed in people. People ate it up, and and that's what throws me off so hard. Is how do you hear something so hateful and heinous, and mm-hmm. then think, well, that sounds like I might like to adopt that mindset. What? Right. Yeah. I think what happens is, uh, in their own, in their using their own words, is they fall down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Right. That Alice in Wonderland thing. Yeah. But the reason why conspiracy theories sometimes click for people is because every conspiracy theory has a seed of truth. Whether it's a small seed or a big seed depends on the conspiracy. It's but based most, in something. It's based in something. There's a little bit of truth in there. And then you get this whole pile of shit on top of it. Right. <laughs> um, so, so, for example... Um, Oh, okay. Have you heard of... Did you hear of Pizzagate? Do you know that one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pizzagate is one of my... Yes, I've heard of Pizzagate. <laughs> okay. So the 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 seed of truth in that one was that there were these weird text messages be- be between these politicians. And if you want to know like what I think about that shit is they were probably... Yeah, they were probably using pizza as a code word, but it was probably for drugs. It was probably for weed. Right. And you're over here making it this crazy thing of, you know, of whatever it's whatever uh, they wanted to add on top of it and made made it about children and stuff. Yep. Okay. So leading into that, one of the things that really alarmed me last year during quarantine was I started to see some posts on my page about the save the children, the save the children hashtag. So this is how QAnon basically made their way into the wellness community. They started to use this this whole idea of the hashtag of save the children. So first of all, the the tricky part about this conspiracy theory is that it's how dare you be opposed to saving the children, right? 
it, it, it puts you in a tough spot. It, right? Listen, that's it's all it's all tied into spiritual bypassing. It's blind hypocrisy. So yes, it's, yeah, it's, and it's manipulation too. It's manipulation of oh how dare you? Eight hundred thousand yep. kids are being abducted in the U.S. annually, and you don't care. Like how dare you yep. not care? Right. Uh so so they use this hashtag of this, and so the theory, the the, the conspiracy theory behind quote unquote save the children is that this bullshit number of 800,000 children that are abducted every year. Now, if you actually go and go on the it's government website that talks about child abductions. Um it's the NCJRS. That's that's what the the organization is that actually tracks child abductions. So, if you go directly on the website, you will see where these numbers came from. Now, the thing that people fail to just to acknowledge is the fact that the majority it's like something like 90 something percent like 93 percent of child abductions happen uh, usually in in this thing where like uh, a couple are fighting and then the one parent gets mad and they take the child and then the other parent reports them up taken or missing or however but the, these 90%, so it's something having to do with families, is the majority of these cases. And in 90%, some, I, I don't know the exact statistic, but it's in the 90 percentiles, the, ch- the child is found. The child is returned to the custodial parent. Mm-hmm. Now, they're taking these numbers and they're using them as, no, these, these children are being stolen and they're, putting, they're right. put into sex trafficking rings. And then you get into this whole shit about there's this... Um, uh, adrenochrome that they're stealing from the children yep. and it's all for the rich elites and it's used they're using it to keep themselves young and blah 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 and the one that pissed me off or the thing that pissed me off was last year I stumbled upon a uh, several posts in on Instagram and I was like my jaw dropped and it was talking about how COVID was a conspiracy um, by the government to keep us all locked down so that Donald Trump could free the children from the underground tunnels that from the sex trafficking rings and the refrigerated trailers that were being brought into the hospitals to take out the, the bodies from all the people dying of COVID that weren't actually dying of COVID were to actually sneak these children out of the tunnels mm-hmm. well because donald trump it cares about the children oh because because once so once this shit got real infiltrated because donald trump was a light worker well he yes <laughs> that 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 tracks <laughs> blows Jesus. light up your ass is what he does <laughs> Right? Oh, if you mean uh, he told you to shine a UV light up your asshole, then yes, absolutely, Donald Trump is a light worker. Oh my god! Oh my god! That it, yeah, that's a good one. Good, god. good. Listen, while we're talking numbers, let let's just talk about some numbers to put this in yes. perspective. All right. Okay. So one in five Americans believe in what I call QAnon sense. Okay, mm-hmm. people. That is way too fucking many. Way too many. As of January, a January 2021 poll of just 1,200 people or 1,200 U.S. voters found that 77% of Republican respondents believe there was a widespread election fraud despite the court ruling otherwise. 77% of just 
1,200 people. Again, that is way too fucking many people. Yeah. Because just imagine once you broaden those numbers and start, you know, polling everyday Americans. So... Mm -hmm. You know, yes, typically those with a strong belief in conspiracies, they have this distrust in authority. They have mm-hmm. all of these other things, lower self-esteem, lower levels of self-trust. We'll get into all of those, th- those things yeah. later. Um, but here's the interesting part is that they feel as if they are the heroes or patriots in the story. Right. That right. painting Donald children. Trump as the mm-hmm. hero or the patriot, while those that are conspiring against them are the enemy. Therein yep. lies the divide. OK, yep. so while those conspiracy theories come in all forms, and I know you're going to talk about the spectrum, mm-hmm. um, those they most of them involve political or social events, right? Most of them are focused around that sort of those two genres. Um, And they're not just unproven or disproven ideas either, right? So take the Capitol Hill riot on January 6th. Mm -hmm. Allowing conspiracies to circulate can have deadly consequences. Five fucking people died, including one police officer. Uh, I think maybe it might be six. I'm not sure, but uh, You can count on hand. People died, including a police officer, um, when rioters attempted the coup on the Capitol, which was based in QAnon sense, conspiracy Mm -hmm. theories, something, uh, you know, um, sorry, a a lie that the election was stolen. Yeah. So, you know, you can talk about. We can talk about, you know, Elvis still living, being alive and well in Kalamazoo, which I got to be honest, I hope he is. Like, let that man live. Leave him alone. And and Tupac, too. And Tupac, right. I hope Tupac. Jada Pinkett Smith will be super happy to find out that (laughs) Tupac is still alive. Uh, But, you know, then there are things that get people killed. Yeah. And make grown men cry. These police officers were crying because they couldn't believe you know what was happening so it's awful so really quickly just back back to this save the children thing so i saw people i saw that and then i saw people out holding signs in i don't know downtown somewhere talking about save the children and i remember commenting on this i'm like you realize that you're pushing a QAnon conspiracy and then they attacked me of to like how dare you like how dare you <laughs> not support children you. and then i had like christian friends who were over here making whole ass videos about save the children and i'm like can i just ask you guys if there's that many children, where are these parents? Mm-hmm. Where are because they? Because yeah. that would mean that if there's 800,000 children missing, then there's also 800,000 families missing children. Yep. Why don't we hear about this? Why aren't they Why? rioting? Why aren't where they? Where are they? Yeah. Where are these families? Yeah. Where are these families who are missing children? Are they part of the conspiracy too? Right. Like, and here's the hypocrisy in this. So saving the children from being molested. These people are are you know gathering and and protesting. Save the children from being molested. Save them from being eaten because isn't one of the being eaten being is eaten. Actually the thing. Okay. Uh-huh. While while they support conditions that don't give a shit about children, such as separating them from their parents, subjecting them to inhumane living conditions at the border, locking mm-hmm. them in cages, and ignoring the actual horrors of pedophilia that run rampant through these 
these these facilities on the border these these facilities that cage children so you know what if you're gonna rally for saving the fucking children maybe you might want to start with the ones that are in cages how about we try there the ones literally like right there right there you can go see them like and then for anyone who listens to this who's in the southern california area there's a whole ass fucking facility in pomona yep like it's right down the street it's it's right there if you want to go see them and and that's what made me mad and eventually like i i would see these things and i would just start commenting yes absolutely we need to get those children out of those cages in the border good 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 one because it was um and i am not saying that pedophilia does not exist and that children do not get abducted it happens throughout the world it exists i'm not i'm not saying that it doesn't exist i'm just saying that if you're talking about it being a whole ass government conspiracy and this group of elites and and all this blood libel shit it's just it's just not true uh anyone who believes in these grand conspiracy theories of these organized groups of people carrying on these agendas has never worked on a fucking group project right because you know what happens when you work on a group project yep there's always somebody that drops the ball there's someone someone who doesn't show up someone who doesn't pull their weight it's just it it doesn't work it doesn't work that way i will say though again just quickly um there are actual true organizations who are out there actively working towards uh trying to pull children out of these sex trafficking uh, situations and all that. And they, they exist throughout the world. Those groups don't support QAnon. No. So I would look into that. If, if you are very concerned about, about this and about how this could affect children, look into that. And it's sad that these there are these so many people now worried, so many women, especially like I see it on I've seen it on TikTok, um, worried about getting abducted and getting into sex traffic rings and or whatever because there there was a i don't like a paper left on on their car or there was some weird marking or something on their car or because someone was walking close to them at target like you know i don't i don't it's just for whatever reason right for whatever because they were shopping at target and you're probably all buying the same stuff Mm -hmm. i don't know Mm -hmm. um but (laughs) you know and not realizing like the the actual stories that people have about sex trafficking uh how they how they are uh pulled into these sex trafficking uh, situations it's people um they it's they meet someone and they are put in in some uh, kind of danger or a situation where they feel like they can't escape. Um, like for uh, there's this um, there's this podcast I listen to sometimes. Um, it's the birds the birds papaya on Instagram. I can't I don't, I don't remember why I'm like I'm totally spacing on her name. But anyway, she interviewed a a sex trafficking victim, and the way she got caught into this ring was. And I'm not even going to call it a ring because it was just her and like one other girl. But um, she met this girl and she uh, was like, hey, you want to come out with me to the to a club? And she's like, oh, yeah, sure. So they go out to the club. This girl brings out a limo and then she takes her to this club, pays for everything, pays, you know, pays her way in, pays for her drinks all night. And then she's like, oh, I got us a hotel room so we don't have to drive. We don't have to you don't have to go home. So she goes with her to the hotel room. And then the next morning she gets up to leave and the girl's like where are you going and she's like oh, i'm gonna go home and she's like oh no you owe me money did you think all of that stuff that happened last night was free 
and now she was like indebted to her and now she like didn't know she uh yeah so it's this whole thing that happened that's basically how she was stuck in there for seven months oh my god how could she not just get out yeah, she was. I I believe she didn't have. I think she was estranged from her parents. So it's it's like people in special situations, right? Where they're either like sometimes they're they're come they come out of the foster system. They're they're already in a vulnerable situation, or they're on the verge of being homeless. Uh, maybe they ran away from home and they feel like they can't call their parents. There's just a lot of it's yeah it's, it's different vulnerability. Stuff, so. They exploit their vulnerability. And it, then, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Wow. Imagine being the person who scopes that person out, right? Who says, who's my next Mark? Who's my next Mm -hmm. victim? Imagine the foul, just foulness that's going on within their own soul. Yeah. I can't. I can't. So that's why I I don't want to discount and say this absolutely 100% does not exist. No. Again, a lot of these things are seated in truth. Even, okay, when we start talking about government conspiracies, right? Uh. Yes, absolutely. There are corrupt people in government. And there have been true conspiracies that existed that were acted out by the government. Look at Watergate. Uh, Look at price fixing that happens all the time. Look at lobbyists. Lobbyists are technically conspiring on behalf of businesses in order to gain government support, either to create laws that help benefit them or to like not or for lack of laws that would help, you know, would interfere with their business. Um, you've got, like, false flag operations by um, the, uh, in 1953, done by the um, the American government against the Iranian government. You've got uh, the Reagan administration when they conspired to illegally trade arms with Iran to finance the Nicaraguan Contras. There's all this stuff. There's Enron. Like, these things are documented. They don't get away with them that easily. Uh, it might not come out immediately, <clears throat> but it does eventually come out. I used to work for a lobbyist, and um, he was a dick. <laughs> so, so that's my supporting evidence. <laughs> I don't think you can be a nice person and be a lobbyist. I don't know. I'm I'm open to be proved wrong, but I don't I don't think so. The other thing too, uh, for example, um, the one that's. I unfortunately has very much infiltrated the wellness community is like the is the anti-vax the anti-vaxxers um so so part of what leads into this is this so like i just pointed out actual true conspiracies so when you understand that there is true corruption in government so there's that seed of truth right there are people in government who are corrupt there are parts of of science of medications that uh some people react poorly to some people you know have there there are side effects that can greatly affect someone some people die however they are just because there it happens in in these small scales doesn't mean it's also happening on this grander scale. Uh, the, one of the things that I saw last year too was people sharing these videos on Instagram of uh, poll workers. Uh, this is talking about that that belief that the election wasn't you know was rigged or whatever. There was about three videos that ran around of poll workers ripping up ballots or like <laughs> stuffing a ballot in a bag or whatever. The thing is, is like those those instances are so minuscule they would not affect an entire election talking about millions of votes you would have to have 
widespread fraud in order for that to be true. And in fact, the only fraud that has been proven is Republican fraud. So you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, it, taking the identities of dead people, dead mothers, yeah. dead people. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Well, again, hypocrisy. Hip, that's conspirituality is blind hypocrisy. Yeah. And gerrymandering the that and you know the redrawing of districts. Yep. Oh, that that's fucked up. Yep. Um, so yes, there is corruption. It exists, but it's not in the way that you think. Like oh, people are just they're throwing away ballots. They they drove away with a truck full of ballots. Where did they take those? Like that's it's not just not how it works. No. Um, so anyway, so one of the things that that again about this the anti-vax thing is this mistrust in the government, and then talking about uh, how they're now trying to microchip us with okay. the vax with the vaccination. God, yes. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I had to gather myself <laughs> on this one. I'm sorry to break it to you, but you are already microchipped. <laughs> you, are you really? and not not only did the government not microchip you, you paid either Apple or Microsoft for the microchip that you carry around in your fucking pocket all the time. And then for everyone who says, "Oh, but I can leave my phone at home." But do you leave your phone at home? <laughs> Never. And if I do, I freak out and I turn around and I'm like, thank God I have my phone with me. So don't give me that shit of they're trying to micro... Why would they have to do that? You're already carrying on a fucking smartphone with all this sort of fucking location data. It's probably listening to you. You know, Alexa listens to me. Like, she gives me shopping recommendations when I'm talking about my with my husband about taking a castle trip to Germany. Next thing I know, I'm like looking at ads for castle trips to Germany. Germany and I'm like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, they're probably listening to us. Mm-hmm. But but again, it, I I am well aware that the microchip's right there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's in it's in the fucking phone that I paid, you know, whatever a thousand dollars for. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I never worried about that because I don't care. I, there's nothing that I do say or engage in that is illegal or shameful so yeah. i mean i don't i don't care so what the man is watching i mean it sucks yeah. it shouldn't be that way but it is what it is like i'm not gonna yeah. worry about it yeah uh i mean i i do think we are entitled to privacy absolutely um i i i i believe that i just don't think that they're injecting a fucking microchip no. into our bodies to do a fucking vaccine i think that's pretty fucking ridiculous um so there's that and then there's like the 5g thing too so and and i will say you know what i was in the forest the other day and i had zero reception so i will tell you as a fully vaccinated person that the 5g thing is bullshit (laughs) (laughs) debunked (laughs) debunked but it, it the, when that's one of the problems though when you start getting into like these 5G theories and anti-vax okay anti-vax um, and this whole thing that uh, vaccines cause autism that has already been debunked the guy because there was this paper written by this this doctor who talked about um, that there was some type of correlation between autism and vaccines then it turned out that uh, he was actually sued because it, it turned out that he was trying to discredit the the vaccine because he had come out with his own. And so that's all he was doing. 
<laughs> which damn it why didn't i get to try that one <laughs> yeah. and so and, and, and so you see you see again the the greed and the corruption within one person that exists and the the damage that it does to other people cuz now it's so infiltrated into into people's thinking and into these groups um that they think that 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 it's the truth um the thing is is that you have to understand about real science is that real science is open to critique and valid scientists and research acknowledge that a single study does not create a law or a rule i see this with the fitness industry all the time a reputable trainer will not start and will not take a single study and say this is absolute truth this is this is everything. This is this is. I mean, the no science, no scientist will. I mean, no. there are no. some that are like you know, but even um, what is his name, Neil Tyson, Neil deGrasse, DeGrasse, Neil DeGrasse Tyson. Tyson. Mm-hmm. Um, even he's like, look, with you know, with the recent news of the aliens, right? He's like, look, uh-huh. that's great and all, but I want more proof. I'm not saying that they're wrong, but I want more no. tangible proof. That's all he's saying. Right. He's saying, I believe yeah. it, but give me some proof. Yeah, just I, we need more. We, we need, need to more. Need, we need to hear more. We need to see more. And that's that's true science. True science is open to open to being wrong. And and that's I think so we're we are going to talk about how how to help like how do we get through this? How do we how do we get rid of this or how do we debunk these things? And hopefully in a kindly manner, we're not here to insult anyone who may believe some of these things. It's one of the things is like that that irritates me is this whole thing of like when you try to talk to someone and you ask them okay like where where are you getting this information from like what are what are your sources because that's part of critical thinking critical thinking is what is your source where does this shit come from um and when you tell someone oh go do your research or they send you some fucking link to a youtube video or they send you some uh, Infowars or Breitbart bullshit web link off of a website. Like, I'm sorry, that those are not credible sources, and that's one of the things that I've noticed that that bothers me too. Like, I saw this with I saw this with Russell Brand, who's got you know millions of followers, and I feel I believe that when you have that many followers, you have a social responsibility to not lead people astray, and whether he actually believes these things or he's just out there fishing because you know he wants the views or whatever but he he did this one uh it was like an interview uh video with uh, talking about the psychological effects of the vaccine and he's on there and interviewing a doctor and the doctor is is a therapist where it's like okay i understand where you might think that this all correlates, but what does she actually know? Like we don't, we don't know long-term effects. We don't know. We don't. We just. We're just not there. What are so, her credentials other than just therapist? That's what I want to know. Like what? Yeah. What qualifies her as an expert? Yeah. Guest. And that's the thing is, if you look at a lot of these things, a lot of these people who are out there spreading these things, uh, spreading these conspiracy theories, and they and they've got a, you know the doctor in front of them. Look at what kind of doctor they are. A ton of them are chiropractors. What the fuck do chiropractors know about viruses or vaccines <laughs> or disease in general? That's my point. I mean, you know, it's like with what was I talking about? Um, 
it's like the QHHT hypnotherapists or even hypnotherapists. Mm -hmm. They can call themselves doctors. They can call themselves, you know, master of this master of that but there's zero governing bodies for the modality of hypnotherapy so Mm. i could call myself a master hypnotherapist and um, nobody could tell me that i'm not so you know you have to also look at the governing body that surrounds these practitioners yeah yeah definitely the other thing that i've sadly noticed about that that's spreading like conspiracy theory as well I saw this with a group that does the combo medicine, the, the frog medicine, last year. And they were one of the ones talking about calling the, the pandemic a plandemic. Uh, they were you know, talking about how COVID was a hoax, and I was like, unfollow immediately. And a lot of that is this whole, they, they have this thought that we have that we have plant medicines, and we have animal medicines, and we don't need medication and we don't need doctors we don't need healthcare. uh that what we have given to us from the earth is more than enough to heal ourselves okay that may be true to an extent however where do the medications come from where where do we get uh you get penicillin from mold mold is a fungus technically a mushroom right so i'm not saying that that's not true right i'm not saying that that it's not true however i'm saying like whether you believe in whatever form of god or universe or whatever you know your beliefs are i think it's safe to say that we are given this information and this knowledge and the capacity to use these things in all sorts of methods whether it's in a scientific method of something that is created from a fungus in a lab or if it's a an herb that if I go pick some mint because my stomach hurts and I make myself a tea, like there are different ways and modalities to use this. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you, don't go get the vaccine because you're being microchipped. Instead, come get this fucking frog medicine put on you and that's going to heal you of all your problems. That's irresponsible. And you can hurt someone. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um... Can we talk about some dumb conspiracy theories? Yeah. Well, let's talk about the dumb ones. Okay. Okay. So my favorite dumb ones, and I'm going to say this all the time because everything is my favorite if it's dumb. Uh, Stevie Wonder isn't blind. That's a good one. Like, and there is actually a video of him catching um, a mic stand mid-fall, um, you know, taking a picture of Michael of the Michael Jackson wax statue, but... Um, the mic stand midfall, your senses are mm-hmm. elevated when you're blind. So, um, yeah. you know, that was one of them that I was like, all right, debunked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of yeah. course. All right. Um, oh, here's Katy Perry is actually a grown up John Benet Ramsey. I, 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 I mean, what? honestly, it, it's OK. I've met her parents, Katy Perry's parents. I have. And they're not and I, they're not the they're Ramses. Not, they're not they're not the Ramses. <laughs> and she does look like them. And I'll just side note, her parents are fucking weird. Chloe <laughs> yeah. Kardashian, who is absolutely my favorite Kardashian, is actually O.J. Simpson's daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard of that one. I heard of that one. <laughs> and Chris says no. Well, Chris. <laughs> okay then, Chris. Uh, 
Suri Cruz is actually Chris Klein's child. Which oh, I've heard of that uh, one. Yep. Which um, and you know what? When you put the dates together, like here's the timeline. So Katie Holmes breaks up with Chris Klein in March. She starts dating Tom Cruise in April. They're engaged by June, and in April of the next year, there's Suri. So mm. you know they marry that November. All right, now maybe mm-hmm. she was born sooner and conceived during the last throes of Klein's relationship with Holmes. Um, but there's uh, um, there's proof in her incredible shrinking and growing belly. So, um, you know, that's one's like, hmm, I might actually uh, be on board does, with that. She does look like him in the eyes. She mm-hmm. looks she looks like him. Um, but, I, but, but here's my thing about that is if that were true and I were Katie Holmes, then I would have, when she was going through all the custody battle and all that shit with Tom Cruise, I would have just gone and gotten my paternity ca- test and be like, you know what? She's not even your kid, so I don't have to fucking deal with you. I'm out because that man put her through hell. So yes, well, he he's another wacko um, conspiracy just, theorist, fucking Scientologist. Yes, 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 all those wackos. Okay, Nicki Minaj, she's just a lip syncing to sped up Jay Z vocals. And so then they say <laughs> if you if you slow down, um, um, okay, so if you. It, by slowing down Nicki Minaj songs, um, that they sound exactly like Jay Z, and then when you speed them up, when you speed up Jay Z songs, it sounds like Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Just like okay, oh my who, God. who even spends their time thinking of dumb ones? But um, you know, there's some old ones that. Um, oh, there's the Lady Gaga ones that Lady Ga- uh, that that she's a man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, or that she's part of the Illuminati. Uh, yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Oh, Elvis faked his death, right? Um, so that he mm-hmm. could live out his life, you know, live life outside of the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, here's... It's <laughs> just... It, so... There's so many. I mean, there's... Okay, so the Paul McCartney one, that Paul McCartney actually died in a car accident and then uh the beatles uh they they put together this look-alike contest and they found this guy who just like him but that's why his voice sounds different from i don't know what the album is but from one album to another it sounds like two completely different people i i will say the same thing happens with aerosmith um steven tyler and the on the first record there's this one song that when i listen to it i'm like this is Aerosmith? And I'm like, it doesn't sound like Steven Tyler at all. So, uh, it, I, I don't think there's a conspiracy theory about that, but I'm just saying, like, it can happen. Some right. people's voices can change. They can sing in a different, different range. And probably hearing the hearing something like that, then that so births the conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. so this is the one where I'm like, oh, people, that Joan Rivers was killed for joking that Michelle Obama was born a man. Listen, I'm going to be honest. I'd have killed Joan Rivers for that because Michelle <laughs> Obama, don't, if you talk bad about her, we, I, you we're know, instant enemies. Just because you're fucking jealous of her beautiful fucking arms and her and great her, shoulders and, and her, her beautiful muscle tone doesn't have to be that she's a fucking man, you asshole. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> it was the doctors were sent in by the Obamas to retaliate for the joke, which theorists, conspiracy theorists say is not a joke at all. Okay, so I'm going to, I have, um, I had a, um, a high school friend very good friend we were roommates for several years um he, he was just really fun one of like mm-hmm. the most fun friends ever and he turned to a wacko like the mm-hmm. stuff he would post on facebook was just absolute asinine alex jones type stuff mm-hmm. i legitimately unfriended him when he started slamming on Michelle Obama and I was like you know what we've been friends for about 30 years 30 35 years and we're done I'm done and it's not that I don't like him I just I didn't want to hear any of his bullshit on my timeline I didn't want it on there I wasn't even going to unsubscribe to him because I was like Mm -hmm. dude he's literally gone off his rocker he's a nutbag now so yep yep Um, oh my my other my other pet peeve um the mainstream media and yeah. uh, we're, we're being censored. Yep. And this one, there's this one girl that we went to high school with and I don't follow her. So I like heard about her through another friend and she was like, have you looked at this shit? And I'm like, no, and I'm glad I haven't, but right. let me check it out. Um, and yeah, she is just a total like right wing nut job. And then she's talking, she's out there spreading conspiracy theories. People are reporting her content for disinformation. Oh my gosh. And then, and then she's talking about how she's being censored. Well, and it's like, no mm-hmm. bitch, you are out there spreading misinformation mm-hmm. and we're not fucking tolerating it. So no, that's not censorship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Uh, the idea though, that, that the media is biased. Yes, because... It is made up of individual people and every person, we all have our inherent biases. So yes, so if I am a reporter, uh, uh, it's going to be very difficult for me as a human being to completely shed all of my biases. The biases are always going to be there. So yes, there that is, it's inherent because we are humans, because we are people and that is part of being a human. Uh, we have biases. So... So yes, the news stories are going to have that in there. However, to say that like a whole a whole ass organization or just all, that every fucking reporter is out to set on the same fucking conspiracy theory that is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, even with fucking Fox News, mm-hmm. where God damn it, I can't stand that shit. But there. Every once in a while, there are still there. I know not every single reporter on Fox is as asinine as Sean Hannity. Uh, you know, I know that there there's a spectrum. There is of, a spectrum, but there's a spectrum he's of asinine. Bottom of the barrel. Even even on Fox. Mm-hmm. So even with that, I can recognize that yes, there are different levels of bias. Uh, obviously, with with an asshole like Hannity, it's all the way at the end um, of as bad as you can get. But Again, it, there's a spectrum. So when it comes to that, it's a matter of what are, are your news sources? Where are you getting this information from? And the problem with conspiracy theories is this confirmation bias. Uh, the fact that when we're out there trying to get this information and we're trying, we're out there, quote unquote, doing the research, we have this inherent, the inherent confirmation bias to believe only information that confirms our beliefs. 
And that's one of the problems with with this. For sure. Why do you think it has specifically infiltrated the spiritual community? Because we've been talking about conspiracy theories, but that's not really we could talk about those all day. Our Mm -hmm. interest is specifically how and why it has infiltrated the spiritual community because it is rampant. Yeah. So uh, one of the main things that happened was that QAnon hijacked a lot of hashtags that are used with spirituality, connected to spirituality and and wellness. So uh, a lot of yoga, uh, yoga instructors, unfortunately, fell victim to this stuff. Um, So they hijacked stuff like um, like consciousness, like awareness, 5D. Uh, like these, you know, these things that we might follow uh, and they got in there and started spreading stuff, started spreading information. And then they used our own language against us. So language, like we said earlier, like light worker, Um, when they started calling Donald Trump a light worker and and started. So the conspiracy theory behind this was saying Donald Trump is a light worker and he needs to appear as if he's doing he's he's uh he's bad and that he's you know he's an asshole because that's like the persona that he's putting on so that behind the scenes he can be doing all you know all the light worker <laughs> stuff and i'm like I just i don't think that's how that works i just as somebody who has built my profession upon a foundation of working with empaths intuitives and light workers i'm just going to say no No. And, you know, there are people within the spiritual community that I know personally when I say, for instance, uh, Trump sucks and Mm -hmm. they say, ah, yes, but he loves you regardless or God loves him regardless. And God loves him just as much as God loves you. And, you know, and it's like, well, then God's not paying attention to what this dumbass is doing. Right. So I just... It, it it it's just this again it's just this blind hypocrisy people it's yeah. avoidance it's and i'll get into all of those reasons why people believe in these like what's going on within yeah. their emotional state that they actually buy into these yeah. well, we're going to get into that and, and and part of the problem with with this uh with the wellness community and stuff is that we sometimes our topics go into some pseudoscience. Yes. So so what goes into that and sometimes it's sometimes pseudoscience is a straight up misunderstanding of science. Sometimes it's that science has not caught up with the things that we're talking about. Like I know I've mentioned lucid dreaming uh, just I think it was I don't know, maybe 30, 50 years ago. Uh Science scientists believe that lucid dreaming was bullshit, that it was just something that some people talked about, but there was no proof behind it. Now, science has actually caught up and it's no longer considered a pseudoscience. Like it's actually a research thing that people do experience. So there's that. And that that kind of makes us kind of fall victim to this stuff. And also the fact that cherry picking. Um, the main thing, though, is the mistaking correlation for causation just because you can link two things together doesn't mean that they were caused by the same thing or that something caused both of those things um that that's it's a false equivalency that's that's the core of of what breaks down most of these ideas 
Yeah. When you really, really get into it. Fear. I mean, it, it comes down to fear, too. You know, you have, um, let's say, a yoga um, personality with a million followers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're really into clean eating, mind-body connection, um, yes. supplements, um, you know, all of those things that have to do with that physical health aspect of spirituality and they're buying into the well you know I'm not going to eat this because it's filled with chemicals and then they're watching those movies which I don't recommend watching the movies about you know what am I eating because then you'll never eat again again but oh yeah you know even uh there's a vegan food truck here in Portland and they're always showing us amazing beautiful um you know dishes that they've created on their um Instagram feed but they're also along with those there's blurbs little political nutritional blurbs about what Uh you're putting in your body and so it's just there's you get a little bit they're feeding you just a little bit of right um enough that makes you go hmm i'm being poisoned by you know the yeah, the okay. government or the mainstream media. Right. So I think, okay, <laughs> and I was thinking about that this morning because I've heard a lot of this of like, um, there's, no, uh, there's no such thing as health care. It's only sick care. The health care system is set up only to treat disease. Uh, what about to make us better? What about that's your fucking responsibility? Right. Why are you, why are you putting that in the hands of a doctor, for example? If we know that the gut is the center of our wellness, of our of our immune system, our immune system is mostly located in our gut. If we know this information or we spread this around and then we we feed ourselves good food and keep ourselves, that is our responsibility. It is your body. It is not my doctor's responsibility to tell me what to eat and what not to eat. So it's like, why, why are we putting so much, uh, why are we giving them so much responsibility yeah it's, it's, it doesn't belong to them no and I don't and I don't even know if they're giving it to them I think they're blaming them with this you know I'm fat because of you I'm sick because of you in in completely avoiding all responsibility um, yeah when it comes it, I to mean the they're self. our bodies it's our it's our job to take care of them um yeah. but I think there's again there's there, we live in this world where I think the two things can exist. I think there is a benefit there. You know, there's psych meds for people who really need them. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, no, you should be taking XYZ plant or something instead of being on medication. Fuck no. I don't I don't know that. Who the hell am I to say that to you? And that's the thing I will say is if you hear people saying stuff like this, that's the first thing you should ask is who the fuck are you? talking about this who what are your credentials who what do you actually know about this what do you actually know about mental health what do you actually know about this disease it's questioning your sources is i think it's number one number one for critical thinking the the other thing that with with again with wellness and spirituality i need i need everybody to be really aware of this is that the majority of these conspiracy theories all date back to anti-semitism so if you are truly like a person within the spirituality community who cares about people and who, you know, if you believe yourself to be an empath or a light worker, I encourage you to have empathy for everyone, including Jewish people, and, and, and take a look at where all of these conspiracies trace back to. This whole idea that there is this, um, that there's this cabal, that there's this secret. So one of the earliest conspiracy theories is actually... Um, 
It was uh, the Elders of Zion. Have you ever heard of this? No. Mm-mm. Okay, so this is... This is like one of this is like the OG conspiracy. So this one dates back to 1903 and Russia, and it was these fake minutes of a meeting that was supposedly held of this secret society of Jewish people that were trying to to rule the world, and it got spread around so far it made its way to the U.S. and actually Henry Ford got a hold of it and then he distributed like half a million copies of this shit. Uh, and that's and if so if you imagine that was 1903 right, right yep. and then what would happen just what 30 years later then this is the same shit that Hitler used talking about what the Jewish people were secretly up to and all this shit and what he used to to uh, perpetuate the, the holocaust so it's dangerous yeah it's and very it's, dangerous you've got to be really you've got to be very careful with the things that that you're putting out there and the stuff that you're choosing to not just choosing to believe but choosing to share like it's you could hurt someone and i don't think there's any accountability for people that are actively sharing misinformation you know at fox news there's no accountability there's no they know exactly what they're doing and they know that they're lying they know that they they glaze over the truth that they pad the truth that they only show you a portion of the truth and i'm not saying that msnbc is any different as far as what they show us they're not showing us um they're showing us a leftist or you know more of a democratic uh, view versus the right um Mm -hmm. but what i am saying is, is that there is a balance in between and so you can't just blindly follow one side or the other before this election and i've said this before um i was a very conservative Democrat. I had Republican tendencies, um, but I was still Democratic. Mm-hmm. Honestly, seeing the nonsense with the left and the right and all of that, I mean, yes, it pushed me more toward the left, but more because I was like, you know what? Stop telling people what to do and how to do it and stop not caring about the everybody as a whole. And then I yeah. was like, all right, yeah, I can't, I can't buy into Republican, t- re- Republican policies um, in yeah. that way. But there's, there's a balance. There has to be a balance. And mm-hmm. as a f- logical human being, like you have to find that. Ba- I just, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It, it blows my mind that people wouldn't be like, hold on, hold on, yeah, uh, and and do their own research. But. Uh, th- Thankfully, there have been, okay, so there's, again, we're on a spectrum, right? So there have been some um, activists, some, like, there's this yoga teacher who's, I think, she's she's an, a yoga teacher, an activist, public speaker. She does a lot of stuff. Her name is Sean Korn. And she, one of her posts went viral, I think it was last year, because she was, she went out there and spoke about, QAnon and how QAnon had had infiltrated the yoga community, the yoga and wellness community. And I thought it was great that she did this. And she obviously caught some slack in it, too. But she talks a lot about how these posts. So also some people were using it. QAnon was using it to recruit. Yeah. Um, and that's where I think people need to be careful. Like, look at the shit that you're spreading. So another one, not not on the other side of that spectrum, like J.P. Spears, you know, that comedian yeah, guy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He was funny at first, and now he's mm-hmm. just like kind of a con- conspiracy. Uh, well, he's theory a conspiracy conspiracy theories, isn't he? A QAnon yes. follower, probably. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, he, I know he spreads a lot of that shit. Another one that I don't know if people will really realize, and I don't know how many people actually know him, but I know a lot of people follow him on Instagram. Is this guy Phil Good? And 
at first I was like, I would listen to his stuff. A lot of it is kind of like, I guess kind of channeling. He would just be sitting in his living room and he'd be like, I talked to spirit this morning and here's like the message I've got for you today. And for the most part, it was generally harmless. It was just like about like, you know, being good to yourself and, you know, just general shit, like nothing hurtful, nothing out of the ordinary, just good good stuff to like take with you on on your day then when quarantine hit then he starts talking about how masks are mind control how how masks are are it's not about uh preventing disease that it's about controlling us and 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 then there's all these fucking comments in there um and there of people like agreeing and i'm like what the hell Mm -hmm. talk about fucking spiritual bypassing Mm -hmm. putting it at that fucking level yes absolutely 100 percent. listen so let's get into that let's talk about that so specifically spiritual bypassing spiritual bypassing it is using spiritual theories to avoid unresolved emotion uncomfortable situations or emotional wounds and this shows up how does it show up fear-based avoidance in order to dodge feeling controlled and that's what they say mm. all of those the all of those people are saying you know i don't want to be controlled i don't want to be told what to do so they use fear-based avoidance and listen here's the thing ironically spiritual bypassers and conspiracy theorists they're of the same ilk they denounce fear but they hold this really deep belief in false threats false threats they then become ignorant calling out others for for what for being ignorant and or living in fear or living in fear or being sheeple right when they're doing the same thing right so they're using this ego false bravado to defend their fear right Mm -hmm. while they claim to be woke okay yep all right i'm gonna break this down okay a genuine awakening is based on the elimination of fear and as you and i have talked about this as fucking mind-numbing as i find eckhart tolle and his books (laughs) (laughs) the one thing that i am able to take away from him is that a spiritual awakening is built upon the elimination of all all fear-based ideology and beliefs from our lives these people are not fucking woke they are goddamn not woke they're not woke yoga people with their lattes they're not woke spiritual comedians they're not woke channels or messengers of light they are spiritually bypassing their own bullshit and they're avoiding all of their shadow in order to be able to like dodge that feeling of being controlled so listen i'm calling all of them out and i'm just i'm telling them exactly what their issue is (laughs) the thing that also disturbed me about feel good was on the day i think it was on the day of the election or the day before the election he was over here talking about how spirit had told him that donald trump was going to win and that and then he says that and then he also says but regardless of who who wins that it's going to be for the greater good of all of us it's like so fucking which one is it and right. why are you? And why are you even? Why are you even saying this? Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that that bothers me is that the amount of spiritual bypassing in that because it's like okay, you want to talk about how it's it's control and it's about the government trying to control us by making us temporarily wear these fucking masks while we go into a store. Because God knows the moment moment I walk out of that store, I'm taking that shit off. Me too. But, But at the end of the day, yes, we are spiritual beings, blah, blah, blah. We're having a human experience. 
these fucking meat suits that we carry are susceptible to disease and they spread disease from one to the other. It is not a coincidence that we went through the winter season, flu season, while having to wear masks and suddenly flus, you know, the flu actually dropped as well. That's not a coincidence. It's because that's how we were spreading stuff in the first place. It's just that it didn't really matter before because a lot of us don't die from the flu. Some people do, but a lot of us don't. So it's not that big of a deal. However, I can put my bullshit aside. Like Joe and I, we've talked about this. We're both, we both have that five in our numerology where we're like, don't tell us what to do. Don't do it. But I can put my bullshit aside of don't tell me what to do and fucking wear a mask to go into a goddamn store. The way, the same way that I put on shoes to go out in public. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Maybe I don't like to wear shoes. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. You, I, but I do it because it's part of something that like it's mm-hmm. a social norm and you got to do it. And also like I don't want shit on my feet. But you know, so I I don't want to be sick. I don't. I, and it's a temporary thing. So why are you making it into this whole adding all this whole fucking conspiracy aspect? To it talking about mind control and I'm not going to do it because the government's telling me to do it and it's just because because when it's a need to control right as much yes. as conspiracy theorists don't like to be controlled they also have this innate need to control right why because they feel threatened they feel out of control so in the only mm. way that they can bring order to their own lives is by resorting to the fact that or resorting to the the proclamation that they are being controlled um so there was a study where they found that people are more likely to believe in conspiracies if they are feeling anxious or disempowered as a way of feeling more in control. So if I'm feeling anxious, I'm feeling disempowered, then I'm going to believe that I am being controlled by the government and because and they're telling me to wear a mask so that I don't have to focus on the fact that my anxiety and disempowerment is actually goes at deeper levels, right? Probably from childhood and early childhood care to caregiver. So, you know, here's the, here's the thing, though. When the human mind feels threatened right identifying what is causing that danger is a way to cope with the anxiety even if it's the untruth but they're not they don't want to do that and it Mm -hmm. doesn't reduce that anxiety or satisfy sort of their need to feel in control it actually increases their emotional issues so it's this crazy catch 22 and so as a result they're they're less likely to sort of engage in anything that could help improve their sense of control i feel really bad for uh, you know because long term they just end up feeling even more disempowered and anxious than before it really is and that's when you look at these people and you if you look at other areas of their life forget about their beliefs look at other areas of their life they're a Mm -hmm. shit show an absolute shit show i'd like you to tell me give me an example of one conspiracy theorist or one person who truly is a QAnon believer that doesn't also lead a shit show in other areas of their life. Yeah. I'm, I'm open to being proven wrong. Yeah, I think that's that's a great point. Uh, it also, too, and I think that's, that's going to be a topic for another podcast, is uh, how a lot of these same things um, make people susceptible to falling for cults. I, I mean, it's related. QAnon is a cult. It's 
all related. It's all related. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Low self-esteem, low self-esteem, feeling really unhappy or dissatisfied with your life. And, you know, these people that get sucked into cults, um, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not blaming. We're not shaming. Things should happen. Right. It happens. But when people feel bad about themselves and when they're dissatisfied with their life, instead, many of them, instead of healing and taking steps to change their situation, they just end up projecting that self-loathing onto others, right? Um, onto others, other groups that don't think like them, that don't look like them, you know, don't feel like them. That's just one of those things when it comes to when they're embracing these conspiracy theories. But these aren't people, we're not talking about them. I'm not talking about the people that are victims to like cults and that sort of thing. What I want to talk about is why. There are are several instances of why people believe in these. Um, And you, you know, we can look at all of these because it's, it's, it's emotional. They're emotional issues. So the next thing I want to talk about is that there is a need for them to understand. The mind has an absolute need to understand. And then those with lower analytical abilities and less tolerance for uncertainty, you know, those people, they just they don't like Mm -hmm. change. They don't like any of that. They're way more likely to believe a conspiracy theory because they provide explanations for things that seem confusing or frightening. Um, It's easier to assume that they're being intentionally deceived um, so that they, you know, so that their search for information, it sort of confirms their yes. um, their beliefs. That's like bias confirmation, right? Um, oh, definitely, definitely. Yes. And also it's tribalism too. It, like that's, it's allowing other groups to think for you. And that's because our brains are kind of lazy. Like yes. our brains don't really want to work so hard. Uh, and so if you can uh, provide all this stuff that looks like it's had a bunch of research behind it, you're like, oh, okay. And then you just want to believe it. You see some patterns and then you automatically correct, connect the dots. That's, that's your survival brain. Yep. Uh, They're seeking out information to support something they already think is true rather than seeking out that new information to change their beliefs. Like, okay, for example, I don't understand global warming, so I'm just going to believe whatever some stupid dude with the butthole shaped mouth says because he claims to be a stable genius and he has a Sharpie marker. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Like that's. Mm absolutely 100% an example of people believing Donald Trump with his dumb map. Yeah, and that's confirmation bias. That's confirmation bias, right? Um, There's also a sense of not belonging or feeling a part of something. People that lack this identity, you know, they seek to connect with people, like-minded people. We all seek to connect. We all like to be around our kindred, our like-minded, because then it makes us feel safe and connected and supported, right? Um, So with that tendency to identify with people that we see as familiar, um, it makes us, you know, feel like we aren't alone. All right, but here's the problem. After finding a click, right? People start to cultivate hostility or resentment (laughs) or biases towards those who are not like them. Mm. And, you know, it's now you've got the monkey mentality going. So it's much easier to attack a group of people when you're among others who share the same viewpoint. That is the foundation of racism. That's exactly what that is. And then alienation of others eventually leads to less compassion for those who have been ostracized. So, um, you know, I, you know, if if you racists are like, you know, 
black people or people of color brown people they're the problem right so then they alienate and then they begin to show zero empathy Uh, some of the things that people say about george floyd are actually are the most foul disgusting things Uh, you know they just have zero empathy for this man who was killed for trying to pass a 20 dollar bill does is 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 that a legitimate reason to be killed for 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 engaging in um it's just the craziest thing but they just don't see it but if fucking Dylan Roof can go and yep. shoot up a church of black people and then people get hamburgers and get afterwards, walked out and and bought him a Fed. fucking hamburger, yep. you you can treat a guy who tried to pass a twenty dollar bill. Yeah, yep, that's fucking yep. bullshit. It's fucking bullshit, you know. And and but here's the thing. They benefit in some way, conspiracy theorists, um, uh, you know, within the spiritual community and 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 racists benefit in some way. People are more likely to believe these theories if they benefit socially or even existentially. I knew mm. it was gonna, I knew <laughs> it was gonna mess up that word. So. And, and then even if they don't, like their ego is going to get in the way of being mm-hmm. able to consider, just consider other perspectives. Just consider that maybe George Floyd didn't need to die for 20 bucks, you right. know. But for some people, believing that lie, that conspiracy is way better than actually facing reality. Um, yeah. You know, well, I mean, and, you know, here's here's a good example with Trump is that some people may strongly prefer a political candidate because they believe that person will keep them physically and financially safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that. Of course, of course I want my my political candidate to keep my money safe and my body safe. You know, but other people may not want to believe climate change is real because they work or invest in the coal industry. Something like that, right? So mm-hmm. cl- right. climate right. change is bullshit, right? Because mm-hmm. If they invest in that climate change theory, then it's going to put possibly their physical or financial well-being at risk, which ultimately it won't. But, you know, I mean, you know, I'm not trying to tell people what it will or won't do. You, you touched on it a little bit earlier. Some, some of the other reasons that people actually buy into these things are that it makes mm-hmm. them feel right or smarter than others, right? They want to believe yeah. in their cause, even if yep. their rational mind tells them that's not what it's going to that it's not something that they can believe in. Yeah. Um, here's the thing, though. If you hold on to that as a matter of pride or ego, mm-hmm. um, just until the bitter end, because you just don't want to believe that you're wrong, that is that's a learned that's learned behavior. Okay, that's coming from early childhood caregivers. That's shadow shit. That is stuff that needs to be dealt with because that's a coping mechanism. Because it's imp- they want to feel important because of something they didn't get. Right. For example, if maybe if dad always needed to be right, then the child is going to have that same learned need. So, you know, we can talk about the surface level stuff of conspiracy theories and nonsense all the time. But all of this falls into deeper, deeper shadow work, stuff that really needs to be um, dealt with. And then the last two that the really shine the light on why people fall for this or get involved in these things or fall victim to these are a lack of empathy right we've talked about that a little bit right Um, yeah but then the last one is a lack of or advanced education now i want to preface this by saying a lack of education is not what causes people that that that's not um a factor so people who want to feel sort of unique 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, they might buy into these claims. Like, I know this thing that you don't know. Right. But the person's education level doesn't necessarily play a role. Why? Because studies have shown that lower levels of education um, do correlate to a greater likelihood of sort of believing in these just because of that lack of critical thinking. But people with postgraduate degrees, they also believe and push these conspiracy theories. Why? Because it's even harder to reason with that person because they're overconfident in their position. They have more education. And so it's a lot more difficult to have a conversation with them because they've developed um, a lot more expertise to be able to deny, deflect, or project a little bit more skillfully. So that's even, education doesn't play a part in it because either way, they're stuck in what they're thinking because they're so, uh, they're so strongly attached to what they believe. Yep. Yeah. So it's also, it's the human brain too, where we are susceptible to seeing patterns where there are none. Mm -hmm. So that, that comes down to some critical thinking points. Cause that's, uh, I know we, I think we had somebody in the group the other day that was asking like, how do I help? Right. I think it was like they had a partner or an ex-partner who was like really down, down the barrel with conspiracy theories. And there she was trying to help. Like, how do I get my son out of this? Or how do I help? And I know what I said was the only way we can help in these situations is to be critical thinkers and to show our children steps on how how do how do we become critical thinkers. Um, I actually took a class in college on critical thinking, yeah, and a cool I highly, a hundred percent recommend it. It it taught me taught me how to argue, which as a Libra I mm-hmm. completely <laughs> loved mm-hmm. uh, and excelled at, <laughs> but. Um, but the fact that you know it's 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 so like the so there's several steps so the first step is identification and clarification so identifying what is is this a news headline or is this an opinion article so understanding because there's a lot of opinions or uh, editorials out there and so just when you read that you know that that is a hundred percent not from a neutral perspective right. um <laughs> op-ed op-ed is not fact yes um and then is this presented in a way that's meant to evoke emotion because a lot of times like an advertiser or an influencer they're trying to get your emotional reaction because that's how they're going to influence you right uh yeah. And then if it's like a social media meme, is it actually honestly <laughs> representing the subject matter? A lot of these times the, they're just not like they're just like, uh, I don't know. There was, you know, a bunch of shit about Hillary Clinton and just like painting her as, you know, whatever. I don't know what the, I don't know what the hell they use. A child eating a ch- demon. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, so so understanding like. A lot of this stuff is purposely put out there to play on either fear yep. or anger. By the Russians. Um, I, I blame the Russians. Well, there you go. There's, mm-hmm. a lot, there's a lot of bots out there still till this day. Yeah. And then is this problem that I'm looking at an actual problem or is it something else? So save the children. Like, mm-hmm. I, that's what I would ask. Is this an actual problem or is this something else? Is this misleading people? Where Where is it? taking you from and where do these numbers come from so that gets into number two which is investigation and research and that's the first thing that i did because i was like Mm -hmm. oh my god that's a crazy number like i want to know more Mm -hmm. because i that's who i am i want to know more and i went in there 
you identify the source. And I'm like, okay, what is the government website where this number supposedly comes from? And I went in there and I found it. It's not that hard, you guys. Like, and that's where you where you go into your sources. What are your sources? Um, anything that ends in .gov, .edu. And okay, and if you're going to come at me with, oh, well, you can't blindly trust the government, I am not ever going to tell you to blindly trust the government. I already named off all the actual conspiracies that our government has committed, and I'm sure they're going to do a bunch more. There's a whole shit about the CIA and drug trafficking that happened as well. Like, I am not saying that they are fucking saints and that they're always looking out for the best of us, because again, they're the government is run by individual people, and individual people have their own biases and their own agendas that that they're pushing through. Anyway, it's about being conscious about what you what you're reading. So once you identify your source, look for third party information on that claim. Uh, where else are you can find stuff on Associated Press, on um, Reuters, uh, the BBC? Like just look for different, especially like in a diff- from a different country. I feel like it's really helpful sometimes to get that information because now you're not lo- looking like uh, reporters with an American bias. So, uh, a lot of times you can look at information coming from another country where they're looking at it from a different perspective and it that really helps i really actually really like listening to the bbc and so the number three is to identify that bias whether it's an external bias from this person who might have written this article or who was giving you this information or if it's your actual your personal bias um sometimes identifying the outside bias is going to be easier than your inner bias but but it's it's a step um Step four is inference and conclusion and understanding that 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 this data and the information does not always come in like some clean, like bottom line conclusion. Uh, and I I know I've I, I this has come up in a channel for me before. It's the world is not black and white. There is a lot of gray. So just in the same way that science and medicine has helped us and has helped us progress, has helped us extend our life expectancy, there's also truth in that there are plant medicines that can help us heal certain things as well. The two things can be true in the world. The one thing does not have to completely negate the other. It's gray area, gray area. There's a lot of that. Um, that's what we're here for. So it's it's examining, examine the conclusions, like, and then just understand that you can't think critically all the time. So you're going to filter like, okay, does this matter? Is this true? And is this worth me sharing? Like, I, I that's what I would really encourage most people is like, please be cognizant of the information that you're opting to share with people. Because if you don't know where it comes from, it just like sounds good and you just put it out there. You don't know the possible damage you could be doing over time. Right, and we're not talking about a meme or, you know, something funny. We're talking about, you know, information that is just maybe is super impactful or seems super impactful. Or if you read something, mm-hmm. you say, you know what, this seems really important. Like, how come this isn't more known? Well, you know what, do your research. Listen, you're going to have these people in your life. Conspiracy theorists, they're here to stay. You know, so how do you manage these people in your life? So either you have to manage them or you have to cut them off. One of the two, right? So 
when you engage them, what do you hope to gain? You're not going to change their minds. You're not going to, especially in a public forum, right? Mm -hmm. The stakes are way higher on being quote unquote proven wrong. Um, You know, we as humans have a hard time admitting mistakes in private, you know, in public, it's way harder. Like in public, we're going to hold on to that and, you know, even harder, Um, especially if people have super low self-esteem, they're just not going to admit that they're wrong. So trying to change a person's mind who cannot be changed um it's frustrating you've seen it you you see it all the time in 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 the social media threads um and it's just going to lead to pissing you off you know but there are those people in your life parents loved ones friends you know whose beliefs negatively affect your so you have to set some boundaries um you know basically the easiest thing you can do is just say you know what i'm not comfortable talking about this with you so can we just please put it aside and instead talk about blank 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 something Mm -hmm. that you both agree on or something benign don't make it about them listen I have plenty of experience arguing with people and proving people or attempting to prove people wrong on on social media. Uh And it never, ever once made me feel great. It was always like, that was exhausting. And it was, and and I feel bad about, you know, going there. I'm a Capricorn. I live to prove people wrong. It's my life's work. So it, but it never (laughs) makes me feel really good um so don't make it about them stick to your boundaries if they cross the line then it's up to you to decide how many chances you want to give them right maybe you unfriend them maybe you just unsubscribe from them um you know i wouldn't give people a bunch of chances if their beliefs are causing harm to you or others i just wouldn't so i would just cut them off cut them off cut them out do what you can um you know because you also we can't help people who want to spread these beliefs but we also don't need to allow them to impact us in a negative way so yeah yeah one of the things that i learned uh, in critical thinking class was uh, about about having a discussion or a debate with someone once you get to the point where you have to personally insult someone you've lost the argument yeah it's true it's true that's it yeah so so i know this so i don't do this but uh, when other people when i when that's happened to me i'm i thought we were having a discussion and then all of a sudden it's like you're stupid Mm -hmm. and it's like um okay i'm done you've lost Mm -hmm. you've lost at that point you've lost because you have run out of factual data or, or a quantitative argument and now you've resorted to to the low of insulting someone personally where it's like come on you can have a discussion if you want to have a discussion but yep. if you want to have you want to fucking insult each other no i don't fucking have time for that i'm it's, not a child they're ad hominem attacks and they are they are as spectrum as they come because there are some people that are very good at passive aggressively attacking or insulting you without your knowledge and it's all about when somebody can't make a logical and factual argument they then Mm -hmm. turn to attacking their looks or Mm -hmm. their education or any number of things where they just attack and then at that point you're just in attack mode like you said you've lost the argument because you know you're you're not going to make any headway at that point yeah and one of the things i will say if it's somebody out there putting out all this misinformation it comes down to the burden of proof right like you can't just be throwing out 
lies and with nothing to back it up nope. when you're making an assertion you it's the burden of proof lies on you to show like this is the evidence behind it not go do your research or sending me some stupid YouTube link. YouTube is not a credible source. Mm -mm. I can make, I can make some stupid doctored video on on YouTube and p slap it up there and say it's you know X Y Z and it proves whatever bullshit about the universe that I want to make up. Like, and I'm I'm not anyone with any credible source to make anything up. So, again, that's that's not a reasonable place to get gather information, and it's. Uh, um, yeah, so be careful with the hashtags that you follow. Uh, be careful with the information that they're spreading. Look out for those, look out for those clues in, you know, unfortunately, like words like awake have been, that have been hijacked, but look for stuff like that, like, uh, sheeple and whatever <laughs> other which is the dumbest word anyway. I mean, it's just a dumb word. But, you know, when every single time I see somebody calling a person a sheeple, I then look at them and like, but you're the sheeple. Who's calling the sheeple the sheeple? It does not make sense it's, to it's me. It's that thing, right? Of uh, When you point a finger, you have three pointing back at you. Yes. It's your shadow. It's, Whenever you project onto someone else, it's your, you know, you're projecting your shadow aspects onto someone else. So. Yes, it's so Dude. annoying. So absolutely, when we come down to like, think for yourself and question authority, I know that comes from like questioning government authority. But I also encourage you to question question Instagram authority, <laughs> question whoever the hell is spreading out this fucking information. What is your authority? What credentials do what you credentials have? What credentials do you have? Do you have to be spreading this information? Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely, a hundred percent. Question it. Question everything. Why yeah. not? What you'll find is that people with a with any sevens in their core charts, um, a seven in numerology is the seeker. The seeker. Mm. And typically earth signs um, too. But seekers and earth signs tend not to speak out their ass. And that is specifically because they hate to be proven wrong, right? Mm. So um, it, it's it, seekers just like to have. It's, it's not so much we're the seeker about being proven wrong. It's about knowing, knowing what you're talking about and the confidence that comes with that. So uh, that's just, I guess a numerology little bit that I slid in there about that's cool doing your that's research and stuff so good good to know all right what a huge conversation this was today <sighs> yeah thank you guys for sticking with us yeah I'm a little bit exhausted I gotta be honest um just because it's so emotional and, and it really um it's deep listen the next couple of weeks we're gonna be getting into some seriously um I'm not gonna say deep conversations but we're gonna start diving into the shadow of some cool things so yeah so next week we are going to be talking about animal medicine with a special guest Erica Buenaflor ah yes that's right i'm excited and she's gonna cover like the three um the three worlds like the lower world the mm -hmm. middle world and the upper world and um well that's what i want to talk i have questions yes. for her about yes. that but yeah and then yeah and then spirit animals and all that good stuff so it's gonna be a good conversation yeah. Yeah. following that we're going to be talking about secret societies yes yes we are so we've got um, we got some stuff coming up for you guys so yep Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Um, let's finish off with the closing vibe. You got something, Joe? 
Yeah, you know, so if you don't follow Esoteric Podcast on TikTok, I recommend that you do. There are two videos there um, that we posted, part one and two, talking about Moldavite. Um, so I'm not going to go into a big rant and rave here, um, but um, there are a lot of fear-based little videos um, out on the interwebs about Moldavite. And really all I just want to talk about is that Moldavite is an amazing stone for for transformation. Um, if you get this stone, be very careful where you buy it because there are a lot of fakes out there. Um, you So when you find a reputable, legit, authentic piece of Moldavite, um, do not bring the stone into your life if you are at all at a place where um, you are not ready for transformation. And by ready for transformation, what I mean is that you've done the shadow work, that you are legitimately and emotionally ready for big changes. Um, it's not a magic stone or crystal it's not an evil stone or crystal what it is is a very high vibrational stone it's a tectite and it that means that it came from space it hit the ground and melted the earth and then turned into that beautiful green stone um very very high vibration what happens when you come into contact with high vibrational energies it causes your vibration to react in um, response. And so if you're low vibe and you're coming into this high vibe stone, shit's going to hit the fan. You're going to become the blithering, blathering mess of all those, you know, young women that you see on TikTok crying about this stone. So, um, man... Fiora and I are big on research. Do your research before you buy this stone. Bring it into your life. Definitely um, follow. Check out those two videos. Yeah. Um, because it tells you how to work with it. Yep. Yeah, I learned. I learned how to work from, from that video, so I thought it was mm-hmm. great information to share. Yeah, I actually have mine downstairs at my workbench. I'm a metalsmith, um, a jewelry designer. I'm design jewelry, and I'm going to turn mine into a pendant. So, right. and I'm going to start wearing it because I just had it in a box. So, can't wait time to, to take it out. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, just a quick reminder, please share and review us. We are still looking for that. Um, Sharing your episode links with your friends or family on your social networks um, is a huge key to the success of this podcast. So we appreciate anytime you share those links on your page, please tag us. We would love to see your post. Um, This also goes for reviews on Apple. Um, Leaving a review, though, will also get you into our giveaways that we're going to be doing for um, vouchers and stuff for our medical physical events. Thank you guys again for sharing space with us today stay mystical magical and ready to do it again next week you can find us on all the socials under esoteric podcast and be sure to join our facebook group the woke akashic to hear um, firsthand about all sorts of things our classes and events is get intuitive development tips um free meditations there's just a lot going on so thank you it was a great conversation this week thanks for joining us Thank you. Bye-bye.